Welcome to The Quest. I'm your host, Nick Horiades, co-hosted with my best friend, Cole Jameson. We're both lifelong athletes, fitness enthusiasts, and knowledge seekers. Each week, we're going to try and bring you the tools and skills necessary to help you embark on and win this journey of life. Without further ado, let's get after it. What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to The Quest. Uh, back here again with Cole Jameson. What's going on, guys? Hope everybody's doing well. Still going over discipline equals freedom. And on this week's episode, we've got some really good information for you guys. So Jocko starts off with a section called Until the End. Something I saw in combat that I later tried to train out of people was the tendency to relax once the primary objective of the mission was complete. I tried to train that out of them because you can't relax until the entire mission is complete. In training, we always attack the platoons hard on their way to their primary objective, but we always attack them even harder after they left the main target, once the platoons were patrolling the base and with their minds already gone home or turned off. That's when we would bring it to them, hit them from multiple angles with all kinds of mayhem, so they would develop the attitude and muscle memory to keep going until the end. And even when they got back to base, we would retask them, so they had to begin planning again. It wouldn't stop. That's the mentality I wanted to instill in them. It is never finished. You always have more to do. Another mission, another task, another goal. And the enemy is always watching, waiting, looking for that moment of weakness, looking for you to exhale, set your weapons down, and close your eyes, even for just a moment. And that's when they attack. So don't be finished. Now, there is just a lot to unpack here. And one of the things that I think was so influential to me when I read this the first time was the idea that the job is never done. There is no end. And so you always have to be ready for the next thing. There's always a next phase in life. There's always a next mission or objective or the next goal that you have. There isn't time to relax. We've already talked about complacency and how it needs to be avoided at all costs. Get the idea out of your head that there is an end to this journey. Discipline, as we've talked about, is a lifestyle. It doesn't stop when you think you're done. It, there's really no end to this game. You aren't finished once you submit your exam. You aren't finished when you turn in your assignment. There's always something extra that you can do. There's always more room to grow, things to fix, performances to review, film to watch. There's no end to the journey to success. And once you're able to accept that reality, I think that's when you're able to have the most success. And it really helps you focus on that next step, focus on that next mission, focus on the goals and the tasks that you have to, to really focus that next phase in life that you want to excel in. But as soon as you do relax, once you become complacent again, life's just going to sucker punch you, right? You're not going to be ready for whatever life throws at you because you're relaxed. So develop the mentality that it's never finished. And that path to excellence, that path to success that we all are striving to be on will just be that much smoother. This is a great section in the book because a lot of people get hung up on this idea that there is rest at some point. And I think it's it's almost like poison to your brain because so many people have the idea that, oh, if I just make it to this day, or if I just make it to this event, 
then I'll be able to rest and I'll be able to, to stop working so hard. And I think that that is complete garbage. You need to stop thinking like that. It's, it is just worthless. Life is work. It was hard yesterday. It's going to be hard today. It's going to be even harder tomorrow. And you just have to accept that as a fact. Life is not something that we're just going to get to go lay on the couch all day. You know, as much as, much as we all want to do that, that's not what life is. Um, my dad, he's 50-something years old. He still works hard every single day. So that means to me, for the next 30 years of my life, why would I think that there's any rest if my dad is still working? My grandpa, he owns a house. He's retired, but he's got to work on the house. He does work in the garden. He does work on his car. He does this and that. He keeps himself busy. So even when you're retired from work as a job, there's still work to be done in life that you have to maintain and keep up with everything that's going on. And you can look at it in the example of someone that's getting a, a promotion or working towards getting a promotion. If you're in a battle with another coworker to earn a promotion, and let's say you have to do a presentation or you have to do a project, um, we'll, we'll stick with the, the presentation. So if you have to give a presentation on why you think that you deserve to be promoted to that, to that next job, you'll spend day after day perfecting the the PowerPoint, perfecting the delivery. You you know, you spend hours and hours doing this and you say, "Man, if I just get to the day that they make the decision on the promotion, then I can take a break and I won't have to continue doing this day in day out grind on this presentation." Well, when you finally get to the presentation, let's say best case scenario, you get the job and now that you're promoted, you have a whole new set of responsibilities. So now that new set of responsibilities requires you to go learn how to do them. It requires you to practice and become more efficient and better at those activities. And now you're doing just as much work as you were before, except you went into it with the mindset that you were going to get a break. And so now that work is not enjoyable. You're back to working hours and hours and you're struggling to do it because you thought you were going to get a break. Instead, embrace that life is hard. If it's going to be hard every single day, you might as well learn to love it. Otherwise, you're going to be miserable every single day because you're going to keep doing work and you're going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it and you're going to be sick of it the entire time because you think that there's some day where you can just go stop everything. It's not going to come. So accept that life is hard. Accept that it's hard work and then go find joy in that hard work. And that's how you'll you'll build a successful life for one but you'll also be happier and you'll be able to to deal with that workload much easier if you go into it knowing that ahead of time i think that idea is really powerful because there's an understanding that if you can accept that life sucks and that life is hard and that you have to work hard in order to be successful or to have pretty much anything that you want if you're able to accept that, then you can achieve so much more. And what's cool about the idea that hard work eventually is going to pay off is once you're able to see the success that has come from the hard work you put in, it 
kind of adds a little motivation to you to continue working hard. You're like, okay, so if I made it this far or I've, I've got this job with this salary based on the work that I've done up until this point, what if, what if I worked an hour more? What if I cleaned up my diet? What if I did a few more exercises in the gym just over the course of the week? Those little changes, and we talked about this before with these small incremental changes on that path to success that build momentum and exponentially grow your success, those small little things that you change that ultimately lead to bigger changes help you along that path. And they create that sense of excitement whenever you're working hard. And whenever you realize that even though it may suck now, the little hard work and the little trials and challenges that you face now are going to eventually give you this huge payoff in the future, right? Um, I think that Cole's example of his grandfather being retired but still working all the time is really important as well because even the idea that the hard work that you do is going to end that's obviously something that is false, right? And that's kind of the entire point of what we're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah. But what's important to note is that even though that hard work eventually, or that hard work never stops, the type of work will change. So let's, Tony Robbins actually gives a really good example in his book, um, Money Master the Game. And so throughout the entire book, he's interviewing all these super successful financial people and they all kind of start out with the idea of once I make X amount of money, I'll be fine and can kind of relax. But once they get to that level, they're not satisfied. They, there's always more to do. There's always maybe a a philanthropy you can start, or maybe there's um, another business you can acquire or another business that you can start or a business idea that you think is really novel. The point is, if you have the idea that once you make it to a certain level, you're done, I guarantee once you make it to whatever level you originally set out, you're not going to be satisfied with where you are. You're not going to want to stop because of the success that you've had and because of the accomplishment and the sense of meaning that you get from making it to that point, you want to continually grow. You want to continually succeed. So recognize that there isn't an end. Recognize that this journey of life that we're on is going to have countless battles, countless struggles, countless challenges and trials and obstacles that we're going to continually have to overcome. And so if you're always prepared and always have a mentality that it's never finished, then whenever those obstacles come up you're ready to tackle them you're always prepared there isn't a sense of surprise whenever life comes your way or life hits you in the face right it's just this idea that because you have a mentality that it's not done then you always are ready for the next step and you know what's interesting about this we're we are talking about this in a way and two people who want to better themselves. You've talked about 
once you've reached that point that you're not satisfied and you want more and that hunger is there and all that is true but this applies to people who are lazy and don't want to do anything with their life either right life's not easy for them either you can even if you want to stay in the same place you don't want to get a promotion you don't want to go to that next step you still have to put in work to keep your current position at a job mm-hmm. even if that job is working at McDonald's you still got to go to work for 9 hours mm-hmm. to simply be able to live inside of a building it's not easy at any level of life so why would you not choose to look at it differently and attack it and go make the best of it and try to make yourself as successful as you can you have the option you just have to accept it up front Mm -hmm. so Jocko continues saying don't be finished be starting be alert be ready be attacking be relentless let the enemy stop let the enemy rest Let the enemy finish. You don't finish. Don't stop. Don't rest. Not until the enemy is completely destroyed. And even then, turn your focus inward on yourself. Take the opportunity not to rest, but to make yourself better, faster, smarter, stronger. Because with those goals, nothing is ever finished. Now, What's cool about this is everything we just talked about up until this point has been more about things that happen outside of you and different things that you can achieve, whether it's in your job or whether it's in school or in sports. But once you feel like you've mastered your craft or once you feel like you've set, you've achieved all you've set out to achieve or you got the A in that class, you just hit a PR in the gym and there's really nothing left for you to focus on. That's when you can turn your focus inward. We talked about this before, looking for those internal battles, identifying your weaknesses and taking action to strengthen those weaknesses. Whenever you have introspection, whenever you're able to kind of dissect everything that's going on inside of you, there is endless possibilities and ways for you to improve internally so understand that there isn't an end there's always something to work on whether it's something tangible like getting a good grade in a class or hitting a pr in the gym or doing really well in a sports game or doing really well in your job or something internal and maybe it's you have a fear of public speaking and so every morning you get up and you record yourself giving a two-minute speech or a 30-second speech. Because you identified that weakness, you're able to work towards making that into something that you can rely on. And understanding that there's never an end to everything that we're doing. So Jocko continues with a title, Default Aggressive. Proactive and aggressive are similar, and they're both good. You certainly have to be proactive in the world. You don't want to be dictating what happens. You want to be dictating what happens, not responding to it. And yes, that means creating or controlling a situation as much as you can. But being aggressive, that means you're ready to attack. 
as I always point out, this doesn't mean you walk around with your chest puffed up, ready to bang heads with everyone around you. It doesn't mean you confront people physically or mentally head on and without tactic, without a tactically superior plan. It doesn't mean you go straight forward into conflict without no, without thought or without reason. It doesn't mean you engage in attrition warfare. No, that is almost never smart. What it does mean is that you're going to get after it. You're going to move fast. You're going to think fast. You're going to outthink and outmaneuver the enemy. If I think the enemy is going to attack me, I'm going to attack them first. If I think they're going to seize a piece of terrain, I'm going to get there and wait for them. If I think the enemy is going to flank me, too late, I'm already flanking them. I don't view aggression as an outward attitude. I view aggression as an internal trait, a characteristic, a fire in your mind that says, I'm going to win. I'm going to battle and I'm going to fight and I'm going to use every tool I have to crush my enemy. And that tool might be fists, but it might be guile. It might be a frontal attack, but it may be a flanking maneuver. It may be an undeniable display of force, but it also may be a subtle political maneuver. And what I think is important here is once you're able to understand that there is no end, no resting place, and no time to relax, you immediately can begin to act with this default aggressive mentality, right? The idea that you're ready to attack. You're ready to move forward to take the next steps toward achieving those goals. Now, with all that being said, it's great, and we've talked about it before, to take action and to be that person who everyone's like, that's a go-getter. Like That person's always ready to go do something. They're ready to take that next step. But without having a structured plan, without setting a clear goal or an aim, having this default aggressive mindset won't help you. So that's kind of why we discuss the importance of planning and having goals and having a, a clear structured aim in previous episodes. Because you need to understand that there's a foundation and a process to all these things. So with your plan in order and your goals clearly defined, we can use that default aggressive mindset to get after it, right? Create that fire inside yourself that wakes you up. That way you don't need an alarm every single morning because you're just ready to go tackle those dreams. I think a good way to simplify this mindset is just giving 100% in everything that you do. And a lot of people are kind of scared of going 100% all the time because to a lot of us, that sounds tiring. You know, that's, that's a lot of work to put into something. And you have to prioritize certain things in life. And in order to be successful, in order to live life to the fullest and to be that default aggressive mindset and give 100% you have to take care of your body you have to prepare yourself for the warfare that comes with life you have to make sure that you're sleeping enough you have to make sure that you're eating healthy you're working out you are trying to learn you're exercising your mind you are keeping up with all of these things because if you don't then yeah 100% all the time is probably not likely 
you're not going to be able to go run a mile race at 100% if you don't practice or you don't prepare beforehand. And you're probably asking, well, how do I prepare to give 100% in life? Well, you do it one task at a time. When you wake up and you go to the gym, you start there. You say, I'm going to give everything I have in this workout and I'm going to go get after it. Even if your workout's an, a 30-minute long workout, give it all you got for 30 minutes. Prove to yourself that you can give 100% in an activity. And after you do that, start to keep a checklist on your day and kind of keep yourself accountable. So if you do something and you look back and say, well, I don't think I gave 100% in that, find out the reason why. Was it a mental limitation or a physical limitation? If you can identify what the problem was, then you know how to fix it. If it was a mental uh, limitation, spend some time with yourself. Figure out how to best attack that weakness and then try to overcome it and work on it the next day. If it's a physical limitation, more practice. Go back to the gym. Go back and run more. Figure out a way to overcome that. All it takes is a little bit of self-reflection throughout your day to understand why you didn't give max effort. And once you solve those problems, you can start piecing together more 100% days. So the practice comes through the execution of discipline and through the execution of tasks throughout your day. Prove to yourself that you can give 100% and it will instill in you the confidence to attack every day with that same level of energy. I think Jocko kind of sums this up pretty well. And he says, and that's what's aggression to me. The unstoppable fighting spirit, the drive, the burning desire to achieve mission success using every possible tool, asset, and strategy, and tactic to bring about victory. It's the will to win. And if that kind of internal relentless aggression is your default mode then you will win now i think that this last little section where he says that kind of internal relentless aggression is your default mode i think that is a huge part if you if you up until this point haven't taken anything out of this episode and you're able to come away with the idea that the effort that you give in, the effort that you give is going to lead to the outcome you get. So the idea, there's this really clear trait to success and it's just giving effort. That's kind of the end of, end of the story, period. <laughs> it's, it's something that you see every single successful person has is effort and willing to give everything that they have to in order to succeed. One of my favorite quotes um, is, if you want to be the best, you have to play with the best. To play with the best, you have to train like the best. To train like the best, you have to give the same effort, intensity, and purpose to each workout like the best. So the idea is, and it kind of is at the foundation of this entire default aggressive mindset 
lies with your effort. You have to give your 100%. And only you're going to know how much effort you're putting into it. There isn't someone who's going to be constantly looking over your shoulder, making sure you're doing your homework, making sure you're studying for your exam or working on your next project at work. You have to be accountable and you have to be accountable for the effort that you give. So what I think people will misunderstand is what if there's a situation where someone pretty much has everything laid out for them? So like a professional football player or someone like that who has different coaches for their position, has a weightlifting coach, has nutrition experts, pretty much has everything laid out in their advantage in order for them to succeed. Those players and those people are still responsible for making sure that they're accountable for the effort they put in. Yes, your position coach can teach you the plays, but they can't make you execute them. They can't make you study them. They can't make sure you're watching film. The strength coach, he can make you lift. He can tell you what to do. But he can't make you give your 100% effort. He can't make you run as fast as you possibly can. Can't make you lift as much as you can. And that the same thing goes with the nutritionist. They can tell you what to eat, but they're not going to be the ones who make you eat it, right? So all these different things and all these people who are supposed to hold you accountable, at the end of the day, what matters is how you hold yourself accountable and how you understand how much effort you're putting into this entire process and this entire journey of life. And that's just while that professional football player or whoever it is, is at the facilities. What about when they're not? Who holds you accountable in your home life? Making sure you get enough sleep, you're eating right, doing the workouts in the off season. You're the only one responsible for that. You know the only way to realize the potential we have is to give our 100% effort and hold ourselves accountable. And don't lie your way out of effort either. I know you're tired. I know sometimes your body hurts. I know you don't want to do it at times. I know it's hard. But don't tell yourself those lies. Don't let that creep in. When you have something to do, go get it done and give it everything that you have. There's no point in doing something if you're not going to give it 100%. You're just wasting your own time. That's a great place to end it on. Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. We'll catch you in the next one. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. If you found our message helpful or inspiring, make sure you tune in next week to continue on the quest with us. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and leave a comment letting us know how you heard about us. And remember to get after it.